This is the Indian Newslink podcast series, The Wellbeing Revolution by Anushka Bajaj. So we have Anushka Bajaj, who's a health and wellness coach. Hi Anushka, welcome to the Indian Newslink office. Hi Daryl, thank you yep. for having me today. Yeah, it's thank great you. to have you here. Can thank you give you. us a small intro for our listeners and viewers sure. about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I am a health and wellness coach and I am very, very keen to improve the lives of people in our own community. And the main focus for me is to help them live long, healthy and happier lives. Um, And, you know, I do this through lifestyle, nutrition, exercise and just happy, healthy coaching. So I'm very excited to be here today. Thank you. All right. Okay, so uh, why do you think people struggle with nutrition? I think people struggle with nutrition because there's so much information out there. You know, we're so quick to jump on Google to look for answers to all our ailments. and Like WebMD? Yeah, like WebMD, for example, (laughs) which, you know, um, has the answers to everything. But, um, you know, it's, I think, everyone is so unique and so individual in our you know genetic makeup in our lifestyle um, you know our stress levels and our traditional cuisines Um, so there's so much information out there and people struggle in knowing you know what's um, good nutrition what what should we eat you know what's good what's bad Um, there's so many fad diets out there there's keto, there's paleo, there's vegan, there's so much information and people try one thing and then they move on to the next and you know it's just not sustainable so I believe in you know you know showing the way forward for a sustainable nutritional plan that the whole family can enjoy and still for me it's really important to stick to our traditional cooking you know our our, our recipes that were handed down, you know, generations, but just to modify them and to make them healthier and, um, you know, just adapt them so that we're not living with um, the intergenerational diseases like diabetes, which is very, very high in our community, high cholesterol, obesity, and all these issues then lead to further issues. But through diet and nutrition, you know, we can we can conquer these diseases. All right. So it's more of a lifestyle than a diet. It's because a lifestyle, it will be a lifestyle change. Absolutely. Yes. It's a lifestyle change. It's making changes and um, changing habits. It's all about changing habits. Yeah. And we're so used to doing things in a set way. Um, you know, because we've seen what our parents do, what our mums have been doing for years, and we feel that we need to continue with that. Yes, that's very important, but I still believe that we can make healthy options and healthy choices just by making small changes. All right, okay, that's nice. Um, What is the connection between food and mood? That's a great question, and that's something that's... um, come up in conversation you know since the pandemic since covid how food affects 
how we feel on a day-to-day -day basis, um, what we eat, you know, things like processed food, chemicals. Um, science is so evolved at the moment and it's, it's actually um, showing us that a lot of chemicals in, and preservatives in processed foods are actually causing a lot of harm to children, to um, you know, our health, and um, we're seeing that with children being diagnosed with you know, ADHD and mood disorders, um, you know, just um, mood swings, and not being able to focus at school, and um, a lot of that is due to highly processed foods with a lot of chemicals. So, just educating people about going back to basics just you know basic food you yep. know let's step away from highly processed foods um, but we can still make it very nutritional because a lot of what we're consuming will affect our mood and um, you know it's you know we often feel that our mood is affected by stress or um, you know, tiredness, but it is also affected by what we eat. And um, a lot of our food is now grown with a lot of um, pesticides and chemicals and um, genetically modified food. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the body is not designed to adapt to that sort of eating. Yes. And that over the years, through science, we've learned that that is affecting, um, you know, our health. So rates of, um, you know, dementia, which is inflammation in the brain due to highly processed, you know, food um, is a huge issue at the moment, you know. Mm. So definitely food does affect mood, you know, so it's just going back to um, basics, just eating um, a variety of, of healthy food, right. which is quite important. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you say like food affects mood. So, are there any small yeah. changes that someone can make to their day-to-day -day like lifestyle that would bring about like a positive impact? Absolutely, and you know you're very spot on by saying small changes because that's the best way forward. Um, we don't want to rush into making changes too quickly because that's when it becomes um, overwhelming. You know, if someone says, "We want, to, I want to stop eating sugar," um, you know, something I say is, "Well, you know, you you need to just say, I'm going to do this slowly." So let's say you you take two days in a week where you say, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm not having any sugar at all. You know. Okay. Yep and then slowly you increase the days and say okay I'll do it three times a week until your body adjusts because you also want your body to adjust from not having the sugar. Um, so it's just making slow changes especially with uh, I know a lot of people say oh I'm going to stop sugar I'm going to stop sugar it's but not easy. it's not <laughs> easy it's not easy and there are also other triggers that um, make us crave sugar Yes. But those are, you know, um, something that we can discuss um, another time. But just making small changes and just saying that on Tuesday and Thursday, I'm not going to have sugar, you know. 
And, and you know, it, it's an easy thing to do because you know that you've set yourself a task. It's, it's sustainable. And then over time, you may see some changes. You may start to feel differently and then you can always increase that. Um, so with nutrition, um, it's always best to do one thing at a time rather than stop everything, you know. Um, so just pick one thing. Um, for some people it could be, um, we're not going to eat meat. You know, everybody's different and everyone's needs are different. But of course, before starting anything, always get some advice from your doctor. Yes, because that's important. the most important. Yeah. So seek advice from your healthcare practitioner and then just make small changes. So that don't rush into anything. Um, have a plan and someone like your healthcare practitioner or myself, you know, we can talk about how to make these small changes and work through any um, obstacles or barriers that, you know, you may experience along the way. But it's just making small changes. Don't rush into anything. And the main thing is enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, if it becomes, um, you know, oh, a chore that, you know, I have to eat healthy, I have to cook healthy, um, it should just become part of your life, you know. And, and at the end of the day, it will become habitual. And I think the changes that you see in yourself will speak for themselves. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that. You're most welcome and, um, you know, in the upcoming episodes we can talk about, you know, we can look at different meal plans and, yes. um, you know, how to adapt and modify um, recipes and um, we'll talk about lifestyle changes as well. So, you know, it's yes, all very exciting. Yeah, yep. it's all very exciting. So, yes, yeah. uh, thank you so much for coming to the office today and we will definitely speak soon again. Thank you so much and thank, thank you. you so much for listening in. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Indian Newslink podcast series, The Wellbeing Revolution by Anushka Bajaj.